What's your good news? I'm getting published in Sergeant and Land. Yeah. By the time this is published, you'll be published probably. Yeah, probably like likely. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then that plus um, maybe in Stack Marketer again. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be sick. Um, but that'd be really cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was okay. So the whole topic of what I was published in Search Engine Land for is uh, Cody and I have always had our core tenants of we're going to do white hat SEO. And what we mean by white hat SEO for our clients is SEO in accordance with Google's policies. So not trying to do things that work just because everybody says they work um, or, you know, obvious black hat stuff like like building PBNs and things like that. But um one of those th- one of those very specific things was location pages on websites. So a lot of a, a big practice that local businesses do and what local SEOs do is if a business is located in one spot but serves 10 different cities in the area with five different services, they'll have 50 pages. They'll have a um a page for this service in this location and then this service in this location and then this service in this location and it's not really helping anybody except for search engines. Um, on ranking the content because those aren't pages that an average user goes to to find information. So in those are called location pages, but I took some heat back in February of this year because in a local SEO group, I was like, those are doorway pages and those are against Google's policies. And we haven't done this. We've taken a very strong stance on doing this uh, in our agency and we've even lost a client over it because they wanted it done and we wouldn't. Um, all that being said, I still have screenshots from the conversation because because what it was was I was just getting hounded like like you're an idiot like this this works you should do this all companies do this and I'm just like look all I'm saying is I'm not saying it doesn't work I'm just saying that it's not gonna work forever and when it doesn't work it's gonna be an issue and um, yeah, in more ways than one yeah so right. this was yeah so this was eight months ago and I I huh. tweeted at John Mueller I said. Hey man, I've got a debate to settle. Um, is this location page and describe what it was? Is that a doorway page? And he said, yeah, that that's one way to create a doorway page. So I've tucked that in my pocket forever. Um, and then enter August and October or August, September, October, when Google released the helpful content and they updated their spam update or their spam algorithm. Um, the very same people that called me out, posted in these um, forums that their site's location pages got just completely de-indexed and they got de-ranked. And what it was, was duplicate content location pages. So when they build a location page and then they just swap out the content for the location and the um, service, those just got removed. Um, So to clarify, these pages are, are exact duplicates and then they just find and replace. They find the location, they swap it out. Hey, uh, I don't want this to be Iowa City. I want it to be Cedar Rapids or something like that. And then they replace whatever location. Everything else is the exact same. Exactly. So um, th- this is one of the reasons why I didn't want to do this because I didn't want to have to do with our clients and losing a bunch of rank and then getting a bunch of pages de-indexed. So I interviewed the guy who originally made the claim against me saying that that's you know basically bullshit. Um, and I said, hey, can you show me some data about this? And so he showed me a search console and he showed me um, all of the pages that were getting de-indexed. So I'm like, I'm going to take this to search engine land and I'm going to like show what actually happened with these updates because a lot of people lost rank for the local sites and they had no idea why. Mm-hmm. But um, this guy found out why. Um, and 
I was like, well, I'm going to report on that because I knew this was going to happen back in February. So I have a lot of ammunition for this. Now I just need someone with screenshots to, to prove it. So um, um, he, I, I sent it to search engine land. Um, I had some revisions and then they, I had to sign a subject matter expert uh, agreement and then they're my, or given my author information and everything like that. So they're about to publish that. But then uh, it was funny cause I was talking to him yesterday and uh I was like, yeah, this is exactly why we don't do this. And he goes, yeah, it's gonna, he's like, we have like three to 500 pages per site and like 200 sites that, that are like this. And he goes, and we found a fix. And the fix is if we do custom content, <laughs> then we can, uh, um, it, it will avoid getting de-indexed or we can re-index it basically. And he, he calculated it and paying a writer to update to custom content will take about 20,000 labor hours. Um, which is 20,000 20, that's what he said man i'm <laughs> i'm not as i'm not as accountant i don't know his that's, uh, well according to the ten thousand hours things it's like twice as much to be an expert in whatever it is you want to be an expert <laughs> in <laughs> so um um roughly came out to like half a million in overhead or something like that of what it would actually cost to to do all this and um i was like my man <laughs> uh that i was like yeah this is why we don't do that and he goes well you guys definitely dodged the bullet but i'm like confused i'm a little confused because in my article i state hey it's it's just duplicate content that's being affected but i think this is the first step that google is taking because it's they're able to detect that duplicate content as a as a spammy doorway page and just de-index it what they don't have right now is a way to determine if something is a doorway page with custom content because that requires like ai and algorithm um all bundled up so i think this is just a first step but they're they're moving in a direction of the capability for them to automatically de-index or or penalize sites that are doing this practice whether it's duplicate content or custom content Mm -hmm. so my question back to him would be i haven't asked him this was if you struggle or if you're struggling so much to fix the error that you made why are you going to make the same mistake again when google does figure out how to detect these um but at the end of the day it's his business model and he's 10 times bigger than us so i can't really knock him i guess but um he is updating his business model so he can't just turn and burn websites like he used to because now things he's realizing things have to be a bit more custom um so anyways that's what i'm getting published for in search engine land um big milestone but it leads very well into the topic for today and the topic for today is you've got to get comfortable not being good at what you do anymore so um if you start a business and you um are really good at like facebook ads for instance Mm -hmm. you can be that facebook ads operator forever and be the expert forever but that's where you die because you've made no room to like move into um being an actual business owner and cody and i dealt with this a lot more when we were growing and hiring which when we were just kind of focused on uh finding people in the role and also adding services um is we kind of took a back seat to actually performing the ads and the seo um Sorry, we're watching uh, Lauren's friend's dog and his nails are insanely long. So every time he walks, you're going to hear it on the podcast. <laughs> and like he just. What's his name? Uh, Chance. Chance. Yeah. And he, he just, looks like he looks like the chance from uh, was the movie. Homeward Bound. Yeah. yeah, yeah there yeah, we go. Yeah. Did they do it on purpose? Um, I don't know. 
don't know his story. Mm. Maybe I should ask him later. What's your story? You just watch Homeward Bound. Probably the same. My dogs love Homeward Bound. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love Homeward Bound? That was really wholesome. Do you watch the second one? I know there was two. I think there was three, maybe. I don't remember. Well, did you ever watch, like, what is it? um, Like, The Amazing Journey or something like that? Nope. No clue what that is. So it's, it is, um, God. uh, I just remember the second one, they were in, like, a city. Oh, it's called, oh, um, The Incredible. It's called The Incredible Journey. And I have not seen the second Homeward Bound. But it, so the difference in, like, the Homeward Bound version is it's, um, the the animals have voices whereas in an incredible journey it's like the same thing it's the same movie except instead of voices it's a narrator oh it's not i don't think it's as good but uh i do remember having this movie as well how far do they go i homeward bound three what happens i don't know i never saw past the first one this i saw the second one i want to know it looks like this is a real oh fake movie it says a river runs through it (laughs) that's a different movie but it's called Homeward Bound 3. It runs through it. It says fake movie. What does that mean? Maybe it probably it never actually came out. It's like, is it a meme? <laughs> uh, okay, I'm reading. Uh, Homeward Bound 3. It runs through it. It's an upcoming fake American comedy adventure movie made by Disney. It'll be released sometime in 2021. Well, we're already past that. I don't there's, know. This there's, is a, there's a lot of contradictory fake news, statements fake in news. there. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the podcast. <laughs> uh so, well, there was at some point where I felt like I was no longer going to be very good at SEO. And because I was just so focused on growing the business and networking and, and, and performing sales that I wasn't actually reading my SEO newsletters. I wasn't actually doing SEO and looking into results. And it was kind of weird because like I've always kind of been known as the person who was really good at SEO. And like, that's what I did. And then right. now it's not. <laughs> now they're just like, like I, I what was like a couple months ago, I I spent like two hours trying to figure out what the hell Google stacking was. And I was like, what? Oh, that is, what so, is that? <laughs> you got to tell me. All right. Know. All right. All right. So Google stacking is basically, as far as I know, it's when you take different Google properties and you interlink them together. It's like Sheets and Google Docs and a Google website and um, Google presentations. It It's stupid. It is so dumb because all That's those, a word. Who came up with that? I don't just know. using Google stuff. Why I, do we yeah, call so, it so the idea and like having like a Google YouTube, like having like Google Sheets embedded on your site somewhere and then like on your Google site. Basically, the idea is that Google loves their own property. So when okay. you like advertise it essentially and you link to it, it's called Google stacking. Um, I think it's 100 percent bullshit. Yeah, press X to doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh there's just there's so much out there that's just like they're like yeah yeah this is a this is a thing this is seo and i'm just like no i i highly doubt that um and uh i was just talking to um to one of my buddies on facebook who is obsessed with his seo uh owns a appliance company um and i don't know why he's obsessed with it because he's getting tons and tons of leads but he's always asking me about like where um where he can get the best links and all this and and things that like people have already like have told him are what he should do but uh i told him i was like dude it's not about how many links you have it's it's not even about like where uh or like how authoritative those links were it's it's a hundred percent about the context of those links and i told him i was a google lawn care marketing company we're number one and i had the moz bar active on uh on my google search so so it showed me us and then all of our competitors below us it showed us like the page authority the domain authority and then the amount of links 
on to each site. We have a tenth of the links of our top four competitors. We've got like 137 links to our site, and uh, our the next one up has like 10,000 or a thousand. Um, and then our highest, our our, our, our technically our number one competitor has like 13,000 links. And we, our domain authority, according to Moz, far out surpasses any of them. And we have so little links, basically because the links we do have are magazines or in Turf Magazine, Green Industry Pros, Lawn and Landscape. Yeah, um, higher relevant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, they're not easy to get, but at the same time, like we haven't paid for any of them, which is something I told them too. And I was like, you know, Google can tell the difference between a paid link and a free link, right? Like, like even if it doesn't say paid, like trust me, Google knows. If if a bunch of people are on the site and like they know that the site takes payments to be have like a press release or some kind of um, paid publication, Google's gonna know and they're gonna devalue that link. Um, and so none of our links have been paid. Anyways, huge tangent. Um, but I, recently, I've been starting to get back into a little bit more digging a little bit more into SEO just because I've been involved in the community a bit more and our business is like 75% on autopilot, I would say, at least like actual client work. And uh, um, so I've been able to to look more into actual SEO, which allowed me to still publish something on search engine land and be considered a subject matter expert. But now I'm wondering like for how long, because eventually that's, <laughs> eventually like, I'm just not going to be a subject. Maybe I could publish for Forbes and being like how to be a business owner or something. I think hasn't even Rand Fishkin said that sort of thing. Like, look, I'm not the guy to ask anymore some of this stuff like i believe it i, I don't like, think he was ever the guy to ask i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah no i don't know i i i think about it as let's go back to what you're talking about earlier there was a point in my life where i got to the position that a lot of people dream of getting to which is i was at a place like a, i was at a job where i built up enough credibility and authority to kind of pick the accounts i wanted to be on and do especially well on them and i, I had one account that was very uh, I spent a lot of money and as far as managing goes, it wasn't really that terrible. Um, so I, I finally got to that point as a specialist where, um, that was what I did and it got eventually boring. <laughs> like that's some people dream of that and that's cool. If you want to do that, We're like, awesome. I hope you get it. But for me, I, I did, I got bored. Uh, and it's just, I don't know that getting to that level of specialty, I feel like for me, I hit a point of diminishing returns. I get so good. And then the the remainder of how much better you can get, I don't care. I don't care to do it. Um, I'm glad that other people do. I would love to hire them someday. That's cool. Um, but that's not for me. Um, and I know that there's also, that's sometimes where the remaining money is, right? Is is in being the best of the best, not just being among the best. But uh, yeah, that doesn't really interest me. And but yeah, so as far as changing roles too, um, where like now I don't even know what to tell people what I do anymore or what I'm good at. I, I can always go back to the default of, look, I'm probably better than a lot of people at running Google ads, especially if you have a large account and uh, really performing exceptionally well means much higher profits for a large company. Like that's where I most likely could do very well. Of course, now I don't know. I could just be a go-getter somewhere if they really wanted that. Like, I, what do you do? I don't know. What do you need me to do? I'll go do it. I'll, do you want me to harass people? You want me to get things done? You want me to muscle stuff? Sure. But <laughs> once you mean, harass people, who are you working for? Andrew Tate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, but yeah, I don't, um, I don't know what to tell people sometimes anymore because of the variety of things that we now do. 
and I don't know my my day to day. I feel like when it comes to certain parts of the business, I recognize that some things kind of get put on a back burner until I get the time to go back into a deep dive. And then even that deep dive is just getting things to a point where it's good. And again, better than most people, but just good enough because something else has to be done too. Um, next, like we don't have to get things to a hundred percent. Um, 80 is sometimes good enough. Right. So I think about that with, uh, like Google analytics for right now, because uh, I was learning about parameters and these other things and uh, they're, we could build things out much more sophisticated than what we are prepared to do. And we don't need to, <laughs> there's, there's really no major benefit to us doing that yet. So we're not going to, um, it's going to be relatively simple and straightforward because our reporting and our business positioning is relatively simple and straightforward. So we don't report on super crazy things because we don't care about them. <laughs> you want leads. That's what we focus on. That's our, what our reporting is focused on. So, but, uh, yeah, I, I'd have to set time aside to deep dive back into that because it's been a long time since I've looked at it. And there's a lot of things like that where I don't know, it's been a while since I've had the time to look deeply into that because I'm doing other things that I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm doing. There's a long list of stuff varying from, you know, the legal logistics of the company to HR to payroll to accounting, right? Like there's so much stuff. And the the specialty of the business can kind of i think if you if you're at a job and you got better than most people and things start to slip after you left but you're still better than most people then it can slip a little bit because you're still kicking butt um as long as you are realistic about when you need to double down again and, and really refresh um or don't turn into a dinosaur and let things completely go um, I know people like that who just kind of get set in their ways and they don't want to adopt the new things or figure out that stuff because what they have was working and they'll just run into the ground. And uh, who knows, maybe I'll get to like 50 and become that person where I'm like, eh, I don't care. I don't I don't want to learn new tricks anymore, but we're not there yet. And uh, I think, yeah, especially if you're listening to this, you got to be willing to do that. I'd say that um, with some things there are like principles, though, like you can't get worse if you know the principles um to like a certain level so i think seo is one of those uh, ppc not necessarily so much because settings and things are changing all the time and like maybe if you know the principles and then your deep dive back into it isn't going to be um, as rigorous whereas seo i don't think i've done seo different since i've started um in 2015 ish well we keep things really clean yeah, well, that's that's the thing though is like like for SEO, if you know that like Google, like I t- I told uh, buddy Tyler, I was like, dude, uh, he goes, I want to get a second location in this city, and I was like, why? Because his first location doesn't even have a pin, and um, he goes, well, because maybe Google will see that I'm closer. I'm like, Google doesn't give a shit about your business, dude. Like, <laughs> Google only cares about the user and the searcher, and. If so, when when you open a second location that doesn't have a pin, Google's like, why you're serving this in the same area and customers can't even visit either of your locations? Why do you need to open a second one? And uh, mm-hmm. it, and um, so th- this to so the 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 I, I've always thought I want to write a book on SEO, but like, but the funny thing is, is if you by the time like most people write a book on SEO, all those practices are outdated because all of those practices. SEO practices that you usually read are um, like, especially new practices. Those are usually 
some kind of workaround to game the system and influence rank. Um, the actual things that Google wants to rank have always been a thing since like day one. And it just so happened that there were flaws in the algorithm that were easy to exploit. So in the early 2000s, it was really easy to exploit links and PBNs because they took a ton of value in links. Um, now, specifically this year and um, in the recent years, is Google really doesn't care that much about links. And um, they they still use that as a ranking factor, but it's not a big one anymore, um, especially in the local, the local industry. So what they really want to care about is are you providing, is your site providing the most value to a potential user? And if so, we want to rank you higher. So anything you do on your site or related to your site better help the customer in some capacity. So if you're throwing blog posts or you're throwing content or you're throwing pages on your site that don't have any user help, then it's not going to help in the long run. Google's going to find a way to, to de-rank you or de-index you or penalize you for trying to influence the, their algorithm. And uh, so I can come into the industry now after taking like a year or two off of, of actually deep diving into SEO, um, hear this term Google stacking, look into it and immediately know that it's bullshit. Because um, it's just one, in, even if it, even if people did have studies on it, like, no, 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 this works. I'd be like, yeah, but it's not gonna work. Like, it's just logically doesn't make any sense why you'd want to do this. Or PPC, I mean, you're gonna, that's a little different. But I did want to call back to... Uh, a tropical MBA um, episode. Uh, I have it in my notes. Episode six sixty seven, actually. <laughs> so they they had um, it was uh, the example of um, uh, it was an it was an e myth example of the baker. So the baker always thinking the business is in the cake when it's finding the cheapest bulk wholesale flour supplier. And when you're uh, when you're this baker in this instance, you're you're literally. Um, making money by baking cakes but eventually you yourself get out of gets out of the cake building business and now you're the purchaser trying to find the ingredients for that so your bakers can bake that's the same way that you're going to have to be when you start scaling your agency is you're going to have to get out of the actual work start finding workers but then also start like marketing and handling hr and doing all the operations like cody was talking about in which case none of it has anything to do with the services you actually offer at your agency. Yeah, I just, I don't know, some of the so much of this stuff, I'm just like, I don't care. I just don't care about that. I care so little. And I think uh, if that's where people's mindsets are at too, I think that they haven't shifted as much as they need to, um, if, especially if they're going from some sort of specialist position to wanting to run their own business. Because those things, what are two things? They don't matter, right? Because there are other things that matter that they should be paying attention to. Uh, or... They do matter, but they're extremely volatile and they're not things I would want to bet on. When I think about business, I think of, uh, because I think of operations, I constantly think of how do we do our best to uh, acquire the means of production as much as possible or bring as much in-house as po- as reasonably possible. Uh, and not to not to take away jobs from other people or other things or, or to hurt them, but just purely to stabilize the business as much as possible. Uh, now, the more you do that, the more stable your business becomes, but also it's harder to do that because it's expensive. <laughs> so um, the more complex businesses are, especially with, I, I always go back to Samsung, right? Um, how many people can do what Samsung does? Not very many. And that's why they're like 20% of South Korea's GDP. <laughs> like they run South Korea um, because look at all the, st- all the stuff they do. How many people use their screens? It's insane. 
And that's because it's a huge operation that does very complex stuff. Doesn't Apple very, even use Samsung screens? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of it. Yeah. Uh, so some of it is just like, look, it's going to take you 50 years to get to a business that has that level of control and complexity. Unless, you know, of course, you're going to do funding and that sort of thing. But saying you're bootstrapping it, saying you're just you're going from zero to whatever, and you're just working with yourself, you have to constantly strive for more and more than that. And if you're just, if your mindset is going to, what can I exploit? (laughs) What can I exploit for a win and sell and build on that? And if you're building on it, okay, that's fine. Okay. I I still don't think it's great, but I can understand why you would want to do that. But you want to move on as quickly as you can away from just that little, because if you build a business on that, what happens when that breaks? Right. Um, Yeah. I always think of, I think of uh, econ people who are selling a product. And they think they have a business or they have an affiliate website that's doing well. And they think they have a business. I'm like, no, you have a product or you have a website. You do not have a business yet. There's nothing business. Even if you legally have to do it you're in a very unsafe place, you don't have stability. This thing can get wiped out and there goes everything. And that's what I think people need to think about and then diversify from instead of, okay, what's, what's this thing that I can exploit for money? Cause that's not a owner mindset. That's not where you need to be at mentally. That's kind of um, need to move on from it. We talked about it in a previous episode about why we bundle SEO and Google ads together. And like, mm. that's exactly, that's exactly it. Um, I didn't really, before Cody, I didn't really want to sell Google ads because I wasn't very good at it, but I was good at SEO. But when we bundled these services together, when the SEO wasn't performing, maybe we were in a more competitive market where it took longer to rank a site, the Google ads kicked ass and they provided leads immediately. And then vice versa. If Google ads weren't doing um, super hot SEO took off. Um, it makes me think, think of some of the clients in the Northeast that we have where it's like we launched a site and like a month later they had like 70 leads and <laughs> maybe like three of them came from Google ads. <laughs> yep. So like, but I mean, currently right now, uh, Cody and I are closing this year out at a quarter of a million and we're looking to scale to three quarters by the end of next year. But knowing that we were faced with two options, we can either get a ton of clients um every single month so i think it's like five and a half clients every single month in order to reach that goal or we can find more ways to upsell in in our packages and we do right now um have that but the question becomes one are we ready to upsell a package into a service that we haven't fully fleshed out yet or is there a more profitable um thing that we can upsell and create like a higher tier seo package um which is which are all things we're, we're working on so this is kind of like the shift from the business from the from the the subject matter expert over to the business expert is yeah we're we're cody and i are both subject matter experts in seo and google ads but what we need to do is focus on being a business expert and thinking what is the most profitable thing to sell and replicate um to the mass of the clients that we have and then also have our employees execute on uh, effectively knowing that we're probably not going to be really involved in the actual execution of that yep yeah people i mean there's a very big split <laughs> i think once people have done it they'll realize that everybody wants to sell seo because it's straight money right that's awesome it's it's just straight up profit for time and uh that's great people love to do that but clients want a lot of the time is ads <laughs> because they're scalable and because they're not as good at them or they don't think they, they can do it themselves. There's math involved, that sort of thing. But yeah, the the margins are much lower on ads. So figuring out ways where you can put something in the middle, uh, 
that's kind of what our foundation was based off of. But yeah, it's a it's kind of a, a next step for us that we're going further into. Um, but what do you stuff? What do you enjoy more being being a subject matter expert in PPC or being an expert in business? Uh, I guess PPC. Really? I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I. I, I tell people all the time, like, I, I never wanted to do this. <laughs> I, I was never one of those people who was like, I'm going to go start a business and I'll be a businessman. I just was unhappy with the other things in my life. And the only way that I could accomplish them was by doing this. So uh, I am doing it. And that's the same thing with I tell people like, I don't I don't want to manage. I don't care to manage. And I I won't micromanage. I just want to lead. It's like, look, I'm going after this. And I really want this. And I want people who want to follow along. If I need to breathe down your neck in order for you to care, get out. Okay. Like <laughs> seriously, I, I don't want you here. You either you're in, you're having fun, you like this, you want to do this, let's go. Uh, and then I, yeah, very minimal uh, management because I just assume that, look, I want to get you hyped and let's crush it. Um, so, but I, I like more just being in the, being in the weeds or, uh, figuring out figuring out ways. It's mostly because I don't like dealing with people, um, and there, you know, some of that's unavoidable. But the internet has made business scalable more for people like me, for more introverted people, as opposed to the networkers and the connectors. So we've talked about it before about like building courses in the future or or some sort of um, virtual products that would make make us more profitable, but not have like a hour to dollar issue. So I'd like to eventually explore and pursue those, but you know, all these things take time and uh, there's some other things that are higher priority between uh, then and now, such as uh, getting our reporting updated and getting GA4 set up and ready to go. Although they did just push it back, what, <laughs> until 2024? Yeah. <sighs> um, yeah. You know, with how our YouTube video split test is going, it looks like you're going to be the one recording the uh the training videos and the courses <laughs> that we sell we're running a split, yeah. we're running a split test youtube ad for evergrow um on some target landscaping channels and we both did our own rendition of like a 50 second ad or a 30 to 50 second ad like a selfie monologue of us just saying hey check us out yeah and it's like it's just like very simple and then cody's got like a 18 percent view through rate and mine's like eight <laughs> percent granted i mean we're doing like a dollar a day just just for funsies mm-hmm. and uh yeah so far people like to listen to cody over me i uh, will see it's super early but i also i wonder there's so many things it could be the backgrounds are like our, the backgrounds of our videos are very different i'm like it's super boring i'm just a white wall white, yeah yeah <laughs> it's a white wall <laughs> well yours is like you've got a sexy office setup thing it looks really cool i don't know maybe they think you're too much of a uh here in my garage kind of guy yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought about that, but I also um, <laughs> just send search engine land like a picture, like a like a headshot of mine, hmm. and I hate the ones we took in December last year. Like, I just I hate them. Why? What's your beef? Um, I don't know. I just like derpy. Is it because we were chunky? A little bit. Well, yeah. I we've I, lost a lot of weight since then. I Both of us. I need to go. I need to go to like a photographer and just be like, hey, here are my insecurities when I take pictures, like this, <laughs> like this double chin that I have, like sometimes. Um. I, so I was, I was trying to take pictures of myself, like just at my desk or whatever. And I, one, I kind of get the lighting right too. And then every time I took a picture, it like I looked like Willem Dafoe. Like I don't know why, <laughs> I just look like the human version of the Green Goblin. And, <laughs> and 
like it was it was weird because like i'm like yeah i look good in this picture I, i'd take it and then like as a selfie and then i'd flip it around and i'm like oh god no you know like you if you actually see like the true reflection of yourself it looks really weird because you're so used to seeing like a reflected version like in a mirror but mm-hmm. if you see it opposite it looks like a really weird to you to me it looks ugly as sin so like I I just I couldn't I couldn't do it. So I have to I'm about to just like go to a photographer and be like, look, I've got a thousand bucks. I don't care how long this takes. We're going to take a picture that I like and then I'm going to use that for the next five years. And then in five years, I'll call you again. Yeah, I'll be back in five years. <laughs> I almost used the picture that I took in 2017 when I when I hired this this girl at church to take pictures of me uh, forever grow like professional headshots. I almost used that. But then I look I realized I look like a child. Like I was 20, like 23, 24, 23. Yeah. That, and um, I was like, ah, I can't use this one. Um, so I ended up using the one that we took back in December. And I was just like, whatever, I'll just deal with this. And then I don't know. Um, yeah, we could get pictures again. It's been a year. I, I don't know. Some, I think, what was it? When I was at uh, my last place before, this was like every three years maybe that I was getting a headshot done. I, I, don't I don't I don't necessarily think we need new pictures. I just need to find someone like here or something like that and just do other pictures of me. Yeah, I'm so vain, but also like so ugly. It's just like a it's like a battle. And <laughs> uh, it's always it's always nice to have a recent picture that you like of yourself. I, was, yeah. I hate pictures. Like I've said before, like if I died and there were three pictures of me, that'd be fine. Um, <laughs> but it's also yeah, I, because I don't really like myself either. I sent you that one uh, that somebody took one of me this morning. I just saw myself and I was like, eh, that's not great. But also it's cool. I don't look good, but a cool picture. I've hated my face in every picture you and I have taken together. Well, that's hurtful. My face, not yours. I know, but I, it feels like it feels like you're pushing it onto me. Like it's my fault. That, <laughs> <laughs> like every time we're together, I hate myself. It, yeah, that's because it is. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, I think the only one I liked is when we went apple picking. Yeah, it's a good one. That's on the fridge. Um, oh, I wanted you to ask me the question. There was a question. Oh, sorry. Let me ask it back. Okay. Uh, hold on. It was, would you rather be a subject matter expert or a, a business known for being good at business? I'm really impressed that you remembered the question because I didn't even remember the question. I just yeah, knew there was a question I needed to be asked. Yo. Thanks, Cody. Um, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I like when we do that. Uh, Let's always do that from now on. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm a business owner expert for sure. Because I, I don't like being in the weeds. I don't like... Why, Jake? Why? Tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> it's just tedious. I don't like I don't like um, busy work. And it, that's kind of a lie. <laughs> I I do like busy work. Um, if it just like if I just get to listen to music or put on a YouTube video and just do something. But I don't like being faced with a lot of work that I just don't want to do. And a lot of it is usually SEO related. I... I'll say this, though. I do love doing SEO work for Evergrow, like for one particular business. I don't right. like doing work for lots of other businesses. And as as we run an agency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's well that's all, we run it, right? Well, yeah, yeah. That's no, why we're I, at the top. I, I, came, I came in as a subject matter expert. I know how to do this. I can sell this and then I can like perform, you know. I can make results. It doesn't necessarily make me super happy, but I can do it. It does make me happy when I get to do it for one company, though. Like, this is all I do. And so I have always loved the idea of being, like, the digital strategist and marketer for one company. And Mm. that's it. 
it just, I, I don't know, maybe the agencies that we worked at just kind of burned me out. And like, I just don't like dealing with people and their deadlines. Um, but, um, after running this business and being successful in it and, um, uh, just learning all the things that I've learned so far, I, I want to own more businesses. Like I, I, I want to make more businesses successful just with the, the core lessons I've learned primarily like, you know, just, you know, the profit first mentality and, uh, labor hours and just being able to scale like the, the amount of people who don't know anything about that is ridiculous. But I even t- I talked to you yesterday, was it yesterday or about um going to a uh like a local chamber of commerce to like yeah 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 to to network i think i think i think we were actually talking about making friends because neither of us have them Mm. Uh, hey i have i have three you're one of them so uh i have one my mom and my girlfriend no (laughs) i have one you're one of them um yeah but like uh but i don't we don't actually have a business in minnesota so like it's kind of pointless unless i just go there just say hey i'm looking for business opportunities which i guess is kind of true just Uh, hang out yeah Yeah. because i don't care what business it is as long as it's like lucrative because i care about the operations and not the practice yeah people in business aren't going to make friends either that's why they're in business we're all just sad and lonely together that's why they drink so much (laughs) 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 that's what i learned about japan that's the last three years of studying japanese well everybody drinks because they're lonely he's right but he shouldn't say it (laughs) <laughs> like yeah that's the thing you keep in your head <laughs> uh well i I, th- I think that's all i had to rant about i think i i think we came into this episode without like a total like an agenda and we're just like let's rant about how we're well, not, yeah. not let good me do a little more do. all right because i think i think it's really important for people to know that uh i mean yeah we both have long-term ambitions that go beyond the agency and i think agencies are very uh or at least to me, it's been very newbie friendly because there's so much room to just mess around. I mean that in the nicest of ways. And, and you can make the most or the least of it because I know people who make really big agencies, right? And that's what they want to do or that's what they want to do. Um, and I have like a, a projection of where I think I'll reach my personal limit and then I'll have to lean a lot more on other people for certain skills. But uh, I think it's a lot in a lot of ways, it's just a profit machine. Um, you don't have to worry about inventory and that sort of stuff. You just make money and you have people as labor hours. That's really simple. It's not, I'm not saying it's easy, but it is simple. You just have to hire people to do the tasks. And then, yeah, you can use it as a platform to fund other stuff. So I think people discount it and they'll knock it down and be like, well, you know, it's, it's simple. And therefore, for some people, it is easy. I'm like, yeah, okay. Not for some, sure, no doubt. But also, it lets people find out if it is easy or not. If it's easy for you, then yeah, start looking at other things if you want to. Um, but also, if you're struggling a lot, then you know maybe you're just better off being a S tier player at a certain company or a certain place because people need those. We're gonna need those. Um, and I don't know. I don't think they're shaming that. I don't like when people are. Everybody's like, everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. That sort of thing. We've talked about that before. And. Uh, no, we people need to have really good uh, people on their team in order to to accomplish those big things. Nobody's doing it by themselves, no matter what uh, you know the news is saying. Yeah. So well, that's my my gospel. Yeah. No, you're right. There was this one guy on Lawn Site today that I was talking about or talking to, and he was like, "Hey, how do you like 
differentiate differentiate yourself from other businesses he goes like for me like i don't know i was at this like entrepreneur summit or something and they were going around saying like what's your niche and like everybody there was like some kind of like internet marketer or did something like online and like i'm a tradesman and i was like some people were saying like yeah you're a landscaper what do you specialize in like do you do irrigation do you do hardscapes things like that and um he goes and like as far as like what makes me different is like i don't know like i show up to my customer's property with my dog and i was like first of all that's weird like (laughs) (laughs) like, i was like i wouldn't do that like i don't i love my dogs but like i would never just do that dog's wearing a hard hat it's got it's got a but i did i did comment on it and like i i told him i was like hey you'd be really surprised at how little people care about uniqueness in like a contractor um they, they don't get me wrong they care about expertise it, like i have my sprinkler guy blow up my sprinklers before the winter but i have the lawn care guy do the lawn i don't have one of them do both of them hmm. and but like as far as like their business i don't know a thing about their business like i don't i just know that they're good at what they do and they pay them for that um yeah. some people are different but i think for the most part people really don't care about uniqueness uh so i told them i'm like if what makes you unique is you bring your dog to job sites i'm like you, you're gonna die an operator because that's not scalable. <laughs> like, like yeah. what, what happens if you got to run your business? Like, you know, no one's bringing your dog to the job site anymore. And if they are, that's, again, clone that's your weird. dog, clone the dog, give employees <laughs> the clones. This is how this scales. <laughs> Write this down. Write this down. This is good. Uh, I, just, I, 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 I thought that was relevant, so I'd bring it up. Yeah, no, that was good. Good point. Okay. Now um, it's actually all. That's now all that's I all I had. Yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to this rant. Yeah. See ya.